Hark the bardic paladin Who sings and plays again He tells the tales of glory And weaves a magic story He'll join you at your table And ask you to share a fable Heroes of humble origin Villains who must be fought again No matter their skill or prowess The people in life are countless so we pray you heed our request. Enjoy this tale of sidekicks and sidequests. Episode 32 Carhu, the Bear Folk Skyship Pilot. Welcome to Sidekicks and Sidequests, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast that helps to put humans back into humanity and breathe life into your campaign NPCs with backstory and bravado. That's right, we're building a world, one character at a time. I'm your host, Kurt Krenwelge, the Bardic Paladin, and welcome to the Levitating Platter. and welcome to another in-between week edition of Sidekicks and Sidequests. I know this is a little bit delayed, but hey, you know what? Life happens, so it's all good. It's okay. I think for this episode, I'm going to adopt a mini-sode type element just because I feel like my time is getting more crunched these days as I've started a new job, I have a baby on the way, and I have a enormous backlog of episodes to get for. I'm very thankful that I've been able to talk to so many wonderful people to get a backlog of guest episodes. And so I think in order to make sure that I get all of those appropriately edited and scheduled out ahead of time, so I'm not having to constantly fight the clock, I think after the next in-between week episode, I'm going to take a break. And so to make sure that I honor this archetype character of Baloo today from the Tailspin version, it took me a while to really think of the story and just now pulling up the fan wiki articles on Tailspin and the lore behind it is a fun deep dive all on its own. We all know and love Baloo the Bear from Jungle Book, but if you don't recall that in the 90s there was a Disney original television show called Tailspin where it basically took all of the animals from the Jungle Book and anthropomorphized them to live, walk, and breathe in a port side city and Baloo the Bear became a pilot of a skyplane and delivered cargo and got into all kinds of misadventures with pirates. And of course, Louie ran the bar and uh, it was a fun show and I've been revisiting it on Disney Plus, hence the inspiration for this in-between week episode. So without further ado, let's head into some NPC creation. Right. So as we work our way down through the list of questions, I do want to mention that Bear Folk come from Cobalt Press and their Mitgard 5e supplement. So that's where I'm getting some of this information from. So not a werebear, but a Bear Folk. So 
What is the character's name? Much like how Rudyard Kipling came up with the name of Baloo, which is the Hindi word for bear, I looked it up online and uh, came up with Karhu, which I believe is the Finnish word for bear. (laughs) Plain and simple. What is the character's ancestry? So, like I said, bear folk. I wanted this character not to have to deal with lycanthropy or any of the stigma from that. I wanted a true blue bear type humanoid that would be able to exist. What is the job or role of Karhu? Well, Karhu is a skyship pilot. Much like Blue the Bear, he has a very special and very unique ship. It's not only able to be in the water, but can also travel through the air. And in fact, it's much faster in the air. In the television show, he had a plane called the Sea Duck. This D&D character, Karhu, is the pilot of his ship, the Mary Anka, which... Again, I believe is finished for Sea Duck. And looking online, there is a Unearthed Arcana article from 2018, which details some stats for an airship. And I believe looking on D&D Beyond, under the equipment section, there are details on a skyship. And so kind of working between those two things is how I want to visualize how the actual skyship that Karhu pilots is like. From the airship stat block from the Unearthed Arcana article, it's a gargantuan vehicle of 80 feet by 20, which I feel is probably about right, looking at images of the Sea Duck plane from the television show. But I'm borrowing from the Skyship in that it can carry a lot of cargo, and it doesn't need that many people to run the ship. I think... Instead of relying on hot air balloons or sails or propellers, I think what makes this ship unique, a little twist on the concept of an elemental engine, just because I don't think that's nearly as cool. I like to think that this is probably one of a few very kinds of skyships that Karhu was lucky to acquire at some point in time. And I think it's kind of looks like a standard cargo ship, but it's affixed with these anti-gravity engines. And that's what allows the ship to be able to propel upward and it's able to maneuver quickly with speed and accuracy through the air, much like Blue the Bear in the Tailspin show. How old is Karhu? Well, I think the way I worked the math out on this, based on when the original Jungle Book animated movie came out and nowadays, I think the math ends up working out to be 52. So I'm going to say that Karhu is 52 years old. And looking at the information from the Cobalt Press website on Bear Folk, the age range of Bear Folk tends to be they come of age in their late teens and they live around 80 years. So Karhu's been around for a while. He's a bit of an older, sly kind of a bear, but nevertheless, he is a very proficient pilot and he can get the job done. So 52 years old. Describe your physical appearance. Well, I think that to mirror our sloth bear, I think that Karhu has bluish gray sort of fur. And obviously with him being older, he's got a little bit of white peppering going on maybe around his snout to kind of show his age a little bit more. He's kind of rotund. Baloo is known for liking the bare necessities of life and hanging out at his friend's bar and partaking of many delectable treats and sweets. So I think that 
Likewise, Carhu is maybe a little more rotund around the middle. It doesn't mean he doesn't have strength. It's just like a bear. He very much has a high calorie count and is known to take a long nap or two during the course of the day, especially if he doesn't have a load of cargo to go deliver. He wears very simple tunics. I think probably like a khaki or a tan colored tunic that he wears since Bear folk are naturally covered in very thick fur. There isn't much need of him to wear many other garbs of clothing. But I will say that he does have a decorative little maroon reddish colored hat that he wears. Something that he probably first got from when he started being a skyship pilot. And so he's just had it all these years. Describe the character with three adjectives. Well, I think laissez-faire certainly would be a primary adjective to describe Carhu. All about the bare necessities of life, taking it easy, not stressing so much. He's very carefree and laid back. I would say loyal. Maybe sometimes to a fault, but he is definitely a very loyal person. He cares very much about the people that he works with and his friends that he holds very dear. He can be a papa bear when he needs to be. Very fierce in that regard. And I think the last adjective to describe him would be confident. Maybe sometimes it's a point of fault. Having such a boldness of a sure sense of himself that he is the best pilot that there is, that he kind of has this reputation and this legend built around himself as being this fabled skyship pilot, that he's tangled with fearsome pirates of the skies and of the seas before, and he's never had to ever lose life or limb to them. And if a cargo was ever stolen, why he was able to track them back down and recover cargo. That's how Carhu has been able to build such a strong reputation for his business. Now, I think it's safe to say that with his confidence maybe comes an overestimation of himself because to go along with the laissez-faire attitude, Maybe he doesn't have all kinds of common sense. He's not very frugal. He spends money as freely as he earns it. To mirror along with the show, he doesn't own his own ship. There's someone else that actually owns the ship. Throughout the course of the show, he's always trying to earn money so he can buy his plane back so he could be independent again. But at the same time, he has this loyalty that's built to the hire for hire company. What is a valuable item, piece of lore, secret, or ideal or concept that character ascribes to? Well, certainly, I think first and foremost is his ship, the Mary Anka, which again is a skyship that's built with anti-gravity engines, probably very eccentrically built kind of ship. Not many of them ever made. And some point, Karhu was just kind of lucky enough to stumble upon one. Maybe he had gotten lucky with finding treasure in his past, he was either lucky enough to stumble across one, maybe it was on sale at a ship auction and they didn't know what to make of it until he actually started playing around with it and figured out how it actually worked. It may have been a remnant from a time before Great War because looking at the, again, the Tailspin wiki, it talks about how this plane in the show, the Conwing L-16, is an iconic plane at the end of the Great War, which who would have known the lore of Tailspin would begin on a plane with at the end of the Great War. Many aircraft designers faced with new possibilities and basically skimming through this article, it sounds like not many of these 
planes were created. They were the Conway Nell 16 became one of the greatest successes in the history of the aviation industry, and it remained unchallenged by almost any other cargo plane. Even newer and more modern aircraft could not compete with the L16's ease of use and efficiency in flight and cargo hauling. However, legends do grow older as time passes and Conwing L16s decreased in sales as more advanced aircraft began showing up on the market. Even an all-purpose aircraft could not compete with newer, more specialized planes. So maybe that kind of lends into our background story on the Marianka, the ship, is it's one of the last few because even though this plane was super versatile, more efficient or specialized ships and airships and skyships began to be developed. And so that's what's kind of made this plane sort of a relic, even though it's well-respected. So certainly physically, as far as an item is concerned, his ship is probably his greatest resource. As far as other people go in Karhu's life, there is an orphaned bear folk kid he looks after named Ungi. So to mirror Kit Cloud Kicker. So we have Ungi, who's a very young orphan bear folk. He looks after him. He took him up under his wing. Karhu is always training Ungi on how to actually pilot and steer the Marianka and just help him become more educated and successful. There's a human woman named Clarissa Lapine, and she's the new owner of Karhu's ship. And there is a shipping merchant company that she inherited from her now deceased father. And that shipping company is called Lepine Maison. And Clarissa, this human woman, is very business savvy. She's no nonsense. She's very hard on Carhu. And she wants to make sure that he sticks to his schedules. And she's always trying new crazy ventures as far as schemes to make sure that their business stays afloat and stays competitive where all these other ships are able to travel the seas with massive cargo holds or these other sky ships are able to have dependability as far as their journeys and destinations are concerned. So Karhu has to put up with her and she might get on his nerve sometimes, but he really does have a true sense of loyalty and kinship with her. And Clarissa also has a small daughter named Poppy as well. Certainly there's also a very valuable carpenter and artificer that works with Karhu on the ship and his name is Whiskers. He is this tabaxi Sometimes absent-minded and clueless, but he's a hard worker and he understands how to make sure that the ship works properly and can be staffed, not needing as many people to run the ship. So he's made quite a number of upgrades and modifications to the base design of the ship. And then finally, the last person I would say that is important or valuable to Carhu is his friend, Alfred. Alfie for short, and if you're feeling formal, you might call him Duke Alfred. He is a dwarf who runs a cabana and a tavern, which is called Alfie's, and it's built in the ruins of an old pirate ship on a nearby island to the home of where Lapina Maison Shipping Merchant Company resides and the remaining harbor, tropical, seaside, coastal town of Cape Lafayette. So as you can see, where all of my inspirations are coming from for this character. What is a particular quest that Carhu would be willing to recruit or hire player characters to go and do. I think the most important thing for Carhu is just making sure that his ship is okay, that his cargo gets delivered, and that the people that he cares about are happy, that those people can depend on him and that they can know that the job's going to get done. And so I think for Carhu, 
probably the biggest threat that, again, you see throughout Tailspin, aside from other maybe conniving business people or these little one-off characters that come in to do their mustache twirling and cause a bit of mischief. There is this continual threat of piracy. And certainly in Dungeons & Dragons, we always have a need for pirates. And so I think perhaps the particular side quest that Carhu would be willing to recruit or hire player characters is that Clarissa has taken a job for Lapina Maison to deliver a series of shipments high value shipments from Cape Lafayette to somewhere in the world that might be remote and dangerous to get to because it is littered with all kinds of nasty creatures and pirates and so this is a job that Carhu while he's very confident in his own abilities to be able to maneuver and get past any threat that is presented to him, he probably wants a little more muscle to back him up because the Skyship would have some defensive capabilities. I know looking at the airship stats from the Unearthed Arcana article, it at least says that there are four ballistas present on board. Skyship doesn't have any weapon stats like that. I know in the show, obviously it's a kid's show, there aren't any guns or anything like that. So you, we always see Baloo's skills at being able to maneuver the plane, do all sorts of crazy aerial maneuvers to outwit and trick the pirates. I think for Dungeons & Dragons, you can go a little bit more intense than that. So I think that there are a series of ballistas on the ship, for the most part because of his skills and the anti-gravity engines. Carhu is able to maneuver the Marianka very easily and not get into entanglements with creatures or with pirates. But because this particular route presents a clear and present danger, not only to the ship, but to the shipment, to the the company, he's going to want some backup. Maybe he's a little nervous or doesn't like to admit that he needs help, but that's what he needs help with. His reward for the player characters in succeeding and getting the cargo safely transported to where it needs to go, I think he's going to obviously leave his business card and say, hey, if you guys ever need help, uh, Lapina Maison is here for all of your needs to get around the world. Obviously, you know how great of a pilot I am. So if you need me to help you get somewhere, this baby can go where it needs to go. So I think that's first and foremost. Carhu would be more than willing to give the player characters reward money. I don't know if Clarissa would be as keen to just offer money up front. Maybe she would offer a discount on a future ride. But I think Carhu would be more than able to talk her into, you know, hey, easy, Clarissa, and just here's a little bit of money for helping out with the delivery. What's going to be the consequence of failure or refusing the adventure? Well, certainly I think Carhu would understand if the player characters don't want to. So certainly I think he would be sad. I think what are some fun options as far as consequences are going to be. Certainly it might make Carhu a little sore with them, especially if he meets them again in the future. And that trip was uh, disastrous and it didn't go well for him and for the company. He might lament or be angry at the players the next time he sees him and says like, oh, now I'm even deeper in debt. It's going to take me even longer to get my ship back from under the thumb of Clarissa. Certainly it could be even worse if Carhu got captured, if the ship just got captured entirely and then Carhu goes missing and, and that would seriously be a major bummer. I certainly think it could spread as news. They don't agree to help. They hear about the rumors of this fabled skyship pilot going missing looking through the other optional questions certainly his goals and motivations 
are that he wants to go independent again. What's the inciting incident behind Tailspin is that Baloo runs into financial troubles, which is why he has to go work for hire for hire in order to pay the bills and to be able to make money, which he can then use to buy a ship back. So using the same formula, Carhu wants to do a great job. He obviously wants to fly. He loves flying. That's one of his favorite things to do. He wants to be laissez-faire. He wants to be independent. His boss, Clarissa, can sometimes be a real stick in the mud and cramp his style. Certainly, he's trying to do everything he can to either get the most out of enjoying life, he wants to fly, and he wants to become financially independent again, so that way he can just not be beholden to anyone necessarily. Though again, you know, he certainly cares for Clarissa and her daughter Poppy, for Whiskers, for Ungi, and Alfie, but he wants to be his own bear. How do these affect your general personality? Well, for the most part, as you remember, Baloo from the Jungle Book and Tailspin, Carhu very much is got a lazy kind of southern drawl. I would say maybe Texas, a little bit, a little western, a little country. He refers to Ungi as little britches. He isn't in a hurry, uh, really, to get anywhere. Unless his life is in danger, the ship is in danger, then he'll he'll hop to it. But otherwise, you know, he, hey, take it easy, little britches. He likes to be mellow and chill. He doesn't like to rush, you know, the bare necessities of life. So obviously, the particular accent or language that he employs is common. And again, he speaks with that western country, Texas, slow kind of drawl. Obviously, sky pilot ship sailor language as well. Our Carhu is a very honorable bear. He does not swear like a sailor. What impact has Carhu made on the world? How have you shaped the local area? Well, certainly he's well-loved around Cape Lafayette, even though he can be simple at times, maybe a bit stubborn or clueless. He really does endear himself with the community. He does right by those he's loyal to and beholden to. He loves a good time. He loves to kick back with a nice drink, with a plate full of food. He likes to hang out at Duke Alfie's cabana, tavern, bar, restaurant place. Sometimes he likes to just kick back on a, for a nice nap in a hammock on the Marianka as well. Aside from his personality being very infectious and lovable for the community, he certainly has helped to make Cape Lafayette a very prosperous port since his ship is able to do impossible maneuvers, things that other airship or sailing vessels aren't able to do. Carhu's a bit of a daredevil, and he certainly has done many reckless or dangerous things with his skyship, but... He's come through and there are legends and there's a reputation that is built up around him. So certainly anywhere around Cape Lafayette and some other coastal towns, frequent ports where he is having to make deliveries for uh, Lapine and Maison, they're certainly going to know about Carhu. Oh, that crazy Carhu, that bear. And does Carhu have any current problems that prevents him from being a bigger player on the stage? I think yes and no. Certainly the money is one thing. You know, he wants to be able to own his own ship again without being beholden to Clarissa or anyone else. But at the same time, in a way, he's actually kind of okay with it. He knows he's getting older. He still has a love for sailing, for flying. But at the same time, he's very much caring for the education, the health and well-being of young Ungi. So he has very much a soft spot for him, and he wants to make sure that he's got stability and that he's around. Maybe his goals and motivations 
when he first started flying or when he first started having to work for Lapine and Maison was that, oh, I'm going to get my ship back and I am going to sail the skies and do what I want. But after finding Ungi and after adopting him, essentially, and being his caregiver and his mentor figure, I think Carhu sees a bit of himself in Ungi. And so he just wants to make sure that he's there for him and can raise him right. Be a good father figure to him. <laughs> Alright, so this was a short and brief episode. Hopefully I'm not going to take that much time and trying to slice and dice too much. Certainly do give me the feedback and let me know if going forward in the future when I bring the in-between week episodes back, if it's okay that these kinds of episodes are a little relaxed and laid back and they're not as nitpicky as I tend to be with the guest episodes make the show feel like it was back when they first started back in February of 2020. Because certainly the pandemic has made me want to pour a lot of time and effort and energy into this podcast with making it the best that it can absolutely be. But I realize that I can't keep that going if it's just me by myself. But yeah, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear your feedback. I hope that you enjoyed this parody, this take on Baloo the Bear, now named Karhu. And let me know what you think. Yeah, with that, I guess I'm going to close out this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting Sidekicks and SideQuests. Looking forward to the next guest episode for you. So until then, take care. God bless. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sidekicks and SideQuests. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast through Apple Podcast, Google Play, and Overcast, or feel free to save the RSS feed to use the app of your choice. Visit our website, https colon forward slash forward slash sidekicksandsidequests.com for links, write-ups of the NPCs, and to learn more about the podcast. To stay up to date and share your fan creations, you can like and follow the podcast on social media by searching for at Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. The podcast is also on Reddit, so join our subreddit community at r slash Podcast to share your art, stories, discussions, and commentary. If you'd like to hail the bard, send an email to sidekicksandsidequests, all one word, at gmail.com. I ask that you please leave an honest review on iTunes to help spread the word about the show. Sidekicks and Sidequests is unofficial fan content permitted under the fan content policy, meaning I'm not approved or endorsed by Wizards. Portions of the materials used are property of Wizards of the Coast. Copyright Wizards of the Coast, LLC. Thank you for your support, and I'll see you at the pub next time. Bar to rock on one, two, one, two, three, four!